Chapter Fifteen of Hands of Iceland by Victor Hugo, translated by Abby Langdon Alger. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Sonia. Chapter Fifteen. Welcome, Hugo. Tell me, did you ever see so terrible a storm? Maturin, Bertram. In a room communicating with the apartments of the governor of Trondheim three of his excellency's secretaries sat at a table loaded with parchments papers inkstands and seals a fourth chair left vacant showing that one of the scribes was late they had been silently writing and thinking for some time when one of them exclaimed did you know Wofferney, that the poor librarian foxtip is to be dismissed by the bishop owing to the letter which you wrote recommending dr anglivius petition to his favourable notice what nonsense are you talking richard hastily inquired the secretary to whom richard had not spoken Bofferne could not have written in favour of anglivius for the fellow's petition disgusted the general when i read it to him so you told me answered Wofferne but i found the word tribuatur written on the petition in his excellency's own end indeed exclaimed the other yes my dear fellow and several other of his excellency's decisions of which you told me were also altered in marginal notes for instance on the petition of the miners the general wrote negetur what i can't understand that the general dreaded the turbulent spirit of those miners. Perhaps he wanted to frighten them into submission by his severity? What makes me think so is that Chaplain Munder's request for the pardon of twelve condemned prisoners is also refused. The secretary, whom Wofferney addressed, rose abruptly, saying, Oh, come on, I can't believe that the governor is too kind and expressed too much compassion for those prisoners too very well arthur answered Wofferney. read it for yourself arthur took the petition and saw the fatal words really said he i can scarcely credit my own eyes i must present this to the governor again what day did his excellency mark these papers i believe it was some three days ago replied Wofferney that was said richard in a low voice the morning before baron ordener's brief appearance and mysteriously sudden disappearance stay quickly exclaimed Wofferney before arthur had time to answer if here is not another tribuatur on benignus biagudry's ridiculous petition richard burst out laughing <laughs> didn't that old keeper of corpses disappear in a strange way too yes replied arthur a body was found in his charnel house so mutilated that the officers of the law are in pursuit of him on a charge of sacrilege but a little lap who acted as his servant and who was left alone at the splagest thinks as do most people that the devil carried him off for a sorcerer here said Wofferney, laughing is a fellow who leaves a good reputation behind him he had hardly had his laugh out when the fourth secretary came in upon my honour gustavus you are very late this morning did you happen to get married yesterday oh no answered Wofferney. 
he only took the longest way round so that he might pass under the fair rosalie's windows in his new cloak Waffernay, said the newcomer i only wish that you were right but the cause of my delay is not half so agreeable and i doubt if my new cloak produced the slightest effect upon the persons whom i visited where have you been then asked arthur to the splatchest heaven is my witness cried Waffernay, dropping his pen that we were just now speaking of that place but though it may be talked of to pass away the time i cannot conceive how anybody can enter it and still less said richard how anybody can linger there but what did you see my dear gustavus yes said gustavus you are curious to hear about it if not to see it and it would serve you right if i refused to describe those horrors which you would shudder to behold the three secretaries crowded about gustavus who waited to be urged although his desire to tell what he had seen was secretly no less lively than their curiosity to hear well Waffernay, you can repeat my story to your little sister who is so fond of frightful tales i was pushed into the splagest by the crowd which thronged about it the bodies of three soldiers and two bowmen from the munkholm regiment had just been brought in having been found yesterday some four miles away in the ravine at the foot of cascadthymore cliff some of the spectators declared that the poor fellows were the very ones sent out three days ago in the direction of skongen to catch the runaway keeper of the splagest if this be true it is impossible to imagine how so many well-armed men could be murdered the mutilation of the bodies seems to prove that they were flung from the top of the rocks it made my hair stand on end to look at them what gustavus did you see them eagerly inquired Waffernay. they are still before my eyes and has any one an idea as to the authors of the crime some think that it may have been a band of miners and assert that they heard the sound of the horn with which the soldiers called to one another only yesterday among the mountains really said arthur yes but an old peasant demolished this supposition by remarking that there were neither mines nor miners in the neighborhood of cascadthymore hmm, then who could it have been no one knows if the bodies were not intact it might be supposed the work of wild beasts for their limbs are covered with long deep scratches the same is the case with the corpse of a white-bearded old man brought into the splagest day before yesterday after that fearful storm which prevented you my dear leander Waffernay, from visiting your hero across the fjord on the larsin shore <laughs> all right gustavus said Waffernay, laughing but who was this old man from his height his long white beard and the rosary still clasped tightly in his hands although he had been stripped of everything else he was recognized as a hermit of the neighborhood i believe they called him the monk of linras it is evident that this poor man was murdered also but for what purpose people are not slaughtered now for their religious opinions and the old hermit possessed nothing in the world but his serge gown and the good will of all who knew him and you say observed richard that his body was mangled like those of the soldiers as if by the claws of some savage animal yes my dear boy and the fisherman declares that he noticed the same marks upon the body of an officer found murdered a few days since upon urchdal sands 
Hmm, that is strange, said Arthur. It is frightful, said Richard. Come, said Waffernay, silence and to work, for I think the general will be here soon. My dear Gustavus, I am curious to see those corpses. If you like, we will stop a moment at the Splagest when we leave here this evening. End of chapter 15